Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey, guys, you be Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody: pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips. Joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Playing games. 
She's the comedian who voiced Vanellope in Ralph Breaks the Internet. But if you challenge Sarah Silverman to pop culture trivia, she's gonna wreck it. From the Never Not Funny Studios in Hollywood, California, it's playing games with Jimmy Pardo. Here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to Playing Games, the game show that covers pop culture from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. In studio with me, as always, is my announcer, Matt Belknap. Hey, Jimmy. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Doing okay? Just getting by like anybody else. Hmm. What about you? You're all sweatered up. It's cold. It is cold. I don't know when this will air, but right today, it's cold. It is cold today. I was freezing walking from my car. Yeah. And even commented like, uh, about this climate change being a hoax. <laughs> It's a hoax. It's not real. I saw a snowball in the House of Congress. I saw a snowball in hell. Oh, God. What were you doing there? I was visiting a buddy. <laughs> he was, I recently he was down in Georgia. Oh, uh, right. Looking for a soul to steal. Got it. And then he lost that battle mm-hmm. right back to hell. Talk about the devil. And you went with him just to comfort him. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see how he was doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I figured if he's not going to use that fiddle, maybe I could uh, okay. pick it up. Cool. Uh, also, of course, speaking of music, is our band leader, is Mike Henry. Hello, Mike. Yeah, there's Mike on the fiddle. Oh. Oh, playing it hot. <laughs> uh, and of course, my co-host. I'm always joined by a celebrity uh, for my co-host this week. Uh, we are very lucky with the uh, young lady that I had the pleasure of working on her show, I Love You America, with Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman's here. Hi, Sarah. Hi. I have to tell you, and I've told you this in text message, that I, you know, I was proud to work for Conan O'Brien for about a decade. And then the next job that I had that I said yes to warm up was on your show. And I was never prouder to be part of a show. Oh, that was Jimmy. the greatest experience. And I mean that sincerely. Thank You're- you so much. And I I'm so I'm so appreciative that you did that for me. I know it was a big favor. Um, that I I drove to Sherman Oaks to do this. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, no. How, how, um, did that, how did that turn around? No, I I just um, thank you so much. That was, it was you were gr- incredible. And- well, that that's not why I brought it up. I, obviously, I'm terrific. That's why you wanted me. Yeah. But the show, you were great. The show was great. Um, and again, it was I, I was proud to say I'm currently working on the the new Sarah Silverman show. Although it was season two. Uh, yeah. Season one was weak without me there. Don't you think? <laughs> it, yeah. Do you think it picked up when I arrived? Yes. All right. Super <laughs> um, now, do you tour at all anymore? You don't do any touring dates. Of course I do. What does what that are you mean? Talking about you carry okay? now. You just rub your eyes. Are you now seeing stars? Um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I got into a little eye rubbing. You know, when you just can't stop, and it's like, um, yeah, I did. I got into an eye rubbing vortex just now. I'm sorry. That was like a Jimmy so thing. Good. That's what you do. You start rubbing your eyes like a little kitty cat sometimes. I do. And you just can't stop. You just kind of want. Just go, you don't want to go to the back of your head. Yeah. Because that's how great it feels, doesn't it? Why does it feel so good? I don't know. Why do you masturbate? <laughs> right. Yes. Right. True. It is that kind of like there's just no stopping it. Yeah, it's masturbation for the eyes. Yeah. Feels great. Beyond. <laughs> yeah, was there more? I just ceased more? and desisted. Yeah, all right. I was just going to say beyond my control or whatever, but we'll cut that out. I don't even know what that means. I'm having a meltdown right now. You're gonna, again, you're seeing stars, you rub the eyes. No, Sarah, I brought up the climate change hoax. You believe it's a hoax as well, right? Of course. Okay, good. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just 99% of the world's climate scientists are just, they must be, um, it's a big, a fun joke that's sure. fun for them. It is fun for them they to get, say there's climate change. They get change. so much out of it. These are bad people. That's what, what that's what my president tells me. They're bad people. Yeah. I should tell you, it was very awkward to work. As much as, as proud as I was working the show, very awkward because I do support Trump. <laughs> and so it was very, I, I had to play the role when I was at, uh, there talking to that audience, pretending that I was not on the other side. Well, you know, that's why we hired you because you. we really <laughs> want to be like inclusive. You did, right. 
It's yeah. nice that you um, that you have not only are you a Trump supporter, but you also had no integrity. So that you, like, <laughs> you took that job despite the fact that you disagreed it's with like everybody in his cabinet. So for that matter. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Those people don't have integrity. They did maybe six months ago. Right. Three years ago, maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. More political than we probably thought this was going to get. <laughs> it's a game yeah. show, Sarah. Let's get silly. Well, you know what I noticed what? walking over here? What you got? There is a barber shop called Barberia. Yeah. <laughs> why you why you decide to make your haircutting place sound like diarrhea? Oh. <laughs> How can we make this sound a little more like diarrhea? Barberia. Barberia. <laughs> Matt went there once. Didn't you go there once? Uh, I I was going to, and then it was like turned out it was like surprisingly expensive for. It looks like it would be a nice, cheap, easy, quick haircut. You know, diarrhea being fast, like you'd think it would be fast. Yeah. Sure. It, but I was. It was like it was like thirty dollars, and I was like, no, if I'm gonna get a thirty dollar haircut, I'll you're not gonna go to the Barberia. No thanks. <laughs> Explosive Barberia. <laughs> That's. I'm laughing. Uh, Sarah. I'm laughing is how comedians laugh. I'm laughing. I did laugh, but I went, my here's what happened. My head was going. I'm going to get to the, get, uh, get to the contestants. Then you said something funny. I didn't. Uh, I panicked. You it's also me. you also hate poo poo jokes. Which is- oh oh sorry. Yes, I I didn't know that about you. I know, there are certain people, and I I get not liking gross that you know I I don't get. I mean I don't personally, but I think it's because I don't at all have a visual mind. My mother had a very visual mind, and she would get very upset if I talked like that. And she'd just say, "I have a very visual mind," <laughs> but I never related to because, like, I don't. I'm not picturing it. You're mm-hmm. probably picturing it, which is I, yeah, gross. Is if I imagine, yeah, that. I, I, you know, I don't know if that's what it is, but, I, but I don't care for it. Yeah, because you don't have a good imagination. So. No, <laughs> I mean, no. then what do you talk to your kid about? We don't. He hates it more than I do. He hates that type of humor. Despite like, he's smart, sharp. <laughs> oh yeah, he's older now. He's eleven. He didn't like it even when he was young. He comes back from school. Dad, everybody made fart jokes today, and, and they all thought it was funny, and it wasn't funny. I'm like, that a boy. Yeah. That's it. You get it. <laughs> but you go ahead and do your farts and poops. <laughs> no, but when you put it that way, it sounds gross and yeah. unladylike. Well, you've, I don't you've do that. You've made your bed. You don't do what? You don't uh, do those things. I dated a girl that uh, claimed that she never did. That was her. Uh, that was her thing. She, she said she never pooped. Yeah, she goes. I. I, I just. I don't do that. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Ridiculous <laughs> statement. <laughs> she probably was comforting you because you have a thing around it. I don't know if I did back then. It's all. My whole thing is my life has changed. Very interesting. I used to be able to sit in the middle seat in an airplane. I couldn't do that now for a million dollars. Well, right. Things yeah. have changed as I've gotten older. I've got mm-hmm. uh, the phobias, OCD. Uh, Things uh, drive me crazy. Yeah, well, my misophonia, it gets worse as you get older. Oh, good. So I have that to Sound sensitivity. Mm-hmm. I hate that, too. My wife chews too loud. I want to throw her through a wall. It's misophonia. I mean, I have I got it started started in high school and just got worse and worse and worse. And it just, it puts like a, you love your wife, but it's like yes. a rage. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I negotiate with myself in writer's rooms like, it's just a bag. It's just a crinkling bag. We're trying to get a previous bag. Of you know, yes. I, yes. It, I, it's so, it's just unbearable. I'm so thrilled. That's why at the show I'm... it says no gum on set. I chew gum in my car alone. Privately. Privately. So the, the sound of your own mouth chewing gum doesn't bother you? Uh. No, huh. but um, it's, you know, if other people are like, if, if they're chewing it like a, regular person it's mm-hmm. fine but so many people chomp it yeah, yeah. or snap it i mean i was at line at the dmv this sounds like a stand-up joke but it's mm-hmm. not and i was in line for so long 
and I, there were only two people left in front of me, and the woman behind me was snapping her gum, and I just, I had to take myself out of the situation. You, you got a line. Wow. Wow. That's not very funny. No. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the contestants. All right. We got to. Uh, we cannot play this game without contestants. Let's go to the phones. That is right. Anybody that follows Never Not Funny on Twitter has a chance to play the game. Just look for the tweet telling you when to call in. We then take the calls, weed out the dead weight, and then find our players. Matt Belknap, I say once again, let's hit the phones. Yeah. Let's say hello to uh, uh, Anand. Am I saying that right, sir? Anand? Yes, you are, Mr. Parta. Thank Th- you. Well, thank you for that respect. You know, I'm from the military. Where, uh, where are you calling from, Anand? I'm calling from Charlottesville, Virginia, home of the Nazis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sig Isle. Um, oh, God. Were you there for that? Uh, were you there that day? Did you go down? Because uh, theoretically, part of that was a positive event. No? Is this a good topic? Uh, we, it's not fun, but we were supposed to go down there in time for the counter-protest. We started off the day at a bluegrass festival with my father-in-law and mother-in-law. Meanwhile, while they're playing some lovely music, I'm on Twitter watching the carnage unfurl. So we uh, ended up, by the time we got back to Charlottesville, the military had arrived, so we had no part in that whole nonsense. Hmm. Well, well, how was the bluegrass, though? That's, uh, <laughs> let's at least uh, uh, focus on how horrible that probably was. It was distracting. I would have mm-hmm. rather been uh, watching the news. But, uh, yeah, I ordinarily like bluegrass, but when you're watching Nazis march through your town... Bluegrass is the worst possible soundtrack for that. <laughs> yeah, man, that makes sense. And you, you mentioned your mother-in-law and your father-in-law. Obviously, you're married then and on, or are you just going with the neighbors? Yes, sir. And uh, how long have you been married? It will be six years in June. A little more than half a year, it sounds like. And uh, what's nope. your beautiful wife's name? <laughs> What? Half a half a decade. Half a dozen years. A little more than half a decade is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. But I said half a year because I got the six in my head and I've lost an interest in my own talk. Uh, what's your wife's name? Carolyn. Carolyn and Anand. You got kids? We do not. All right. You we sa- do have a dog named after you, though. You have a dog named after me? What? Wait, what? Sarah Silverman, just, her jaw just dropped to the ground as if she was snapping gum. <laughs> what is the dog's name? Well, it's Jimmy. Right. I understand, but it could have been Pardo. Could have been Pardo. Could have been Shooter. It could have been one of my uh, many stupid nicknames. Well, I, I, I'm very flattered. I'm very flattered. We had a, a person on the show yesterday named their child after me. So oh, uh, that's, that's a little better. So you, that actually didn't happen. But uh, <laughs> uh, oh. I'm, what, what kind of dog is it? Now, knowing I'm allergic to dogs, are you doing it despite me? No, no, no. Uh, we are both also allergic to dogs. We just love animals so much. So we are allergic to both our dog and our cat. But he is a gorgeous little uh, rat terrier. He's a rescue, so he's eight or nine or something. And he doesn't know any commands, um, but he's very cute and has um, – he's got a hog on him, so he, he pees on his legs a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's that's, got a hog. That's his one fault. Yeah, well, I got a second thought. You saying hog. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hog on him. Jimmy, is what he's this, from the south. This hillbilly, this bluegrass listening hillbilly. Yeah, yeah that dog's got a hog on it. Pits on a leg all the time. <laughs> all right, Anand, we're done talking because I can't imagine what other filth's going to come Fair out of enough. your mouth. Uh, let me say hello to uh, Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Hi there. Where are you calling from, Charlotte? Boston. Boston, Mass. Uh, and uh, now you guys are getting hit with some crazy storm right now, right? I don't know. I haven't been outside today. Open a window. <laughs> look outside, Charlotte. You don't have to be outside to know there's weather going on. It doesn't. It doesn't look bad. 
All right. Well, uh, I was told the whole East Coast was shut down because of this. Maybe uh, it's moving up from D.C. and moving north. Oh, great. I thought okay. it was. I, I don't think it is. I think oh, it's coming. Okay. I don't know. Because uh, I think it's called Petra. I think it's uh, Storm Petra. That'll timestamp this uh, recording. Okay. Uh, because it, that's also the name of a uh, a very average Christian rock band. <laughs> so uh, made that joke to nobody. What's the best Christian rock band? Petra. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all kind of the same. I don't dislike. I, actually, when I hear it, I, I was like, "Hey, this is a pretty good song." And then all of a sudden, and then Jesus said, "Click." Like I that. like Jesus, good Jesus songs. Give me an example. I like Jesus take the wheel. You like is that, that how it goes? Take it from my hand. <laughs> that's a good. One. Who, and that's a I love like uh, Patty Griffin. She has a lot of Jesusy songs. I like Patty Griffin. Oh, she's gonna be at Largo on the twenty eighth. I'm not going. Oh, All right. Not available. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I also like the, that uh, Doobie Brothers song that uh, Jesus is just all, all right, right with me. me. Jesus, Jesus is just, just all right. right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now was that Christian? Because he sounds kind of conflict. He's just he's just all right. Like it's not, it's not. He's not like Jesus. He's my friend. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, 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 tur- I was turned it off before that. George Harrison had a whole like Jesusy album that was great. Yeah, he did. I love Jesus stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm back on board. I apologize for uh, getting mad at uh, But there's Christian rock that genre is generally pretty... Unlistenable. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know. Very safe. Michael C. Smith. Is that his name? I don't know. I, thought I that can't was... believe you know people's names. I, I, was no, I worked in the record business. For... You know what I loved, no. though, growing up? We're, we're the same age. Up. Up with people. Oh. You meet them wherever you go. <laughs> Went to live shows. My best friends really? were, were born-again Christian twins. Wow. You know, so their wow. whole house was Jesus-y stuff, and their parents were real religious, and they were always very excited to say, we had Jews come to our church. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlotte, are you married? Yes, I am. And what's your husband's name, please? Peter. Peter and Charlotte. We have children? Yes. How many kids we got, Charlotte? We have twins who are Oliver's age. Uh, 11? They're 11 years old, the twins? They are. And what are the twins' names? They would prefer that I not say. They're 11. <laughs> Why are they controlling the house? you got to take the house back. I just remember, Charlotte, are your kids like in the room right now listening? They are. Yeah, they she, she said they were looking forward to hearing her lose. Well, why aren't they at school? <laughs> it, there's, there's, Boston has the day of the week off for school. They're off, yeah. okay. So the, so the oh, kids haven't even looked outside at the weather. What's what, what, Charlotte? Beatrix says I can say her. Beatrix says I can say her name. Oh, I love that name. Beatrix with an X at the end. Yeah. Like Beatrix Potter. That's great. Love it. Yes. Sarah loves it. Matt loves love. it. Love. Mike Henry disgusted by it. <laughs> uh, and what's the son's name? Sam? And Trixie, you can call her. Yeah. She's not a hooker from the forties. <laughs> I know, but it's like that's cool now. I mean, it's like you know, Senator Trixie. Whatever your last name is. <laughs> we don't know their last name. They, B. B's great, too. So uh, many. I like oh, B. I like, Beatrix. I like B. Love it. Yeah, I like it. I'd like to know what this young man's name is, too. Does it begin with a B as well? Girl. I have two girls. It's two girls. Oh, it's two girls. Yeah, why did you assume it was a boy and a girl? I don't know why. I, I heard twins, and I just imagined, I pictured the Wonder Twins. <laughs> I wanted them to activate. <laughs> sure. What? Uh, all right. All right, Charlotte, uh, let's meet our third player, and then we're going to get to a game. Darren, how are you, sir? Doing well, Jimmy. How are you? Good, Darren. Where are you calling from? Boy, he's got a nice connection. Uh, from Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester, Massachusetts. That's your Worcester. area. Worcester. Sort of. I know lots of people from Worcester. There's wicked out there, isn't it? It's wicked awesome. Man. Oh, it's wicked. Sam Cedar, H. John Benjamin, mm-hmm. Worcesterites. Mm-hmm. It's a miserable town, so you can get a lot of comedy out there. Oh, Worcester's miserable. 
But where's Charlotte really from? Because she says Boston, but no one's really from Boston. Yeah, Charlotte, let's go back to you for a second. You're in Boston proper? Yeah, Boston proper. My kids go to Boston public schools. I pay Boston taxes. Wow. Okay, yeah. We, oh, I know. I believe you. It's like Tewksbury. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know, know what? The defensiveness tells me she is from Boston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a black person. Uh, all right, Darren, what do you do for a living, sir? I'm a uh, criminal defense attorney. Look at this now. Oh. Wow. Uh, what's the last big case that you were on? Are you on one now that you can't speak about? Uh, I'm on several I can't speak about. Um, that's always good but for an I had interview. A, uh, had a, I had a trial uh, last week that I, I managed to win, so I was pretty happy about that. Was Ooh. it murder? <laughs> it was not a murder. It was a uh, drunk driving DUI case. Oh, Jesus, just got sad. Uh, I, I, who, who did you, were you, whose side were you on? Well, I, he's a defense. The drunk person. Uh, well, I, guess the drunk <laughs> I don't listen. I don't listen very well. So I guess congratulations. So I guess yeah. congratulations. Well, good Great. for you, Gary. Getting the drunk off. Good for you, Darren. <laughs> well, maybe now you can win a, a, a subscription to Stitcher Premium. That's, that'll be another big win for you. Uh, all right, you guys, you ready to uh, start playing games? Yes. yes. All right, here we go. First up is headlines. I will read you a question that relate to a certain decade. And the first one to buzz in correctly gets the point. Matt Belknap, let's hit the randomizer to see what decade we're going to be playing from. 90s. 90s. These are headlines from the 90s. All right, hands on buzzers. That means just get your voices ready. Shout out your name when you think you know it. Please wait until I'm done reading each question. The two players with the most points after five questions will go on to the next round, and we kick the other guy to the curb. And hopefully Darren then can be, uh, represent them even though they were drunk and did something wrong. Uh, here we go. First question. Allegedly. <laughs> okay, counselor. Easy. Oh, my God. Never right. wanted someone to lose more than this guy. <laughs> no, Darren's out. Aww. Oh, Sarah's back on board. Uh, all right, here's your first question. This banger by Right Said Fred topped the charts for three weeks in February of 1992. Anand. Darren. Charlotte. Anand. I'm too sexy. I'm too sexy. Correct answer. Sarah, give us a little taste of that. How's that go? I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. Is that good? That was better than I thought really would come good. out of my mouth. I think you should be very happy with that. Uh, number two. This long-running ad campaign launched in 1993 with a commercial that features a man eating a peanut butter sandwich who is unable to say the name Aaron Burr. Do you guys want me to take 12 minutes to repeat that? That's the longest question in the history of game shows. Wow. You were right, Jimmy. When we were testing these, you, you thought that was a tough one. And you were right. But I got it right. I got it immediately. You did? No, you did. No. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know it. Uh, anybody? Five. Four. Three. Ellen Burr. Ellen Burr. That's what it sounds Two. like. Two. One. Got milk. Looking for got milk. Oh. Got milk. Sure. All right. Hands up, officers. <clears throat> The first actor to ever be paid $20 million to appear in a single film was the star of 1996's The Cable Guy. Darren. Darren. Counselor. Darren. Jim Carrey. That's correct. Jim Carrey. Matt, give me a scoring update after three. Well, Anand's got one. Darren's got one. Charlotte's at zero. All right. Come on, Charlotte. Head in the game. That's all right. You got the children there. You're nervous. Uh, the kids, it, you feel free to let the kids help out. I, I, in this case, I feel like it's maybe necessary. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Or Do not demean Charlotte. <laughs> Nobody's demeaning they, Charlotte. They each have one more than her. That's it. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, all right, Charlotte, open the drapes, get some sun in that uh, room of yours. Maybe that'll help out. On April Fool's Day in 1998, Burger King announced they had created a left-handed version of this burger. Anand. Charlotte. Anand, yeah. go. The Whopper? The Whopper. Correct answer, sir. Correct answer. 
Uh, what are we at, Matt? Two for Anon? Anon's Renan? got two. Darren's got one. Charlotte is is just as good as the other ones. <laughs> sure. No, no, I'm Do you want to upset Sarah? Scared. Sarah's within reach of me. So. She's got zero. That's all right. What I'm saying, Charlotte, is say your name. Just say it. Then you'll re- think of the answer. I have. Don't give. That's me. what the guys are doing. That's a good. That's good advice. I have witnesses in here. Hey, what's it? Loudly. I'm saying it fast. Yeah, your your phone is kind of quiet. I feel bad that. Uh, I heard her under. One. Yeah, she did buzz on the last one just too late. Now, wait a second, though. Uh, now, I heard. So, Beatrix is there. Who, who else is there with you? <laughs> I have um, Stella, her sister. Oh, it is Stella. We got, oh, I knew we. I love the name Stella. Two great Boy, names. Those are two wins. Boy, Charlotte, you're already a winner, Charlotte. Yeah. Not like that oh. counselor, Darren, who's getting people off. <laughs> In 1995, stop talking. Hands up, buzzers. In 1995, this British actor was arrested in Hollywood for soliciting a prostitute named Divine Brown. Charlotte! Darren. (laughs) (laughs) I heard Charlotte first. Hugh Grant. That's Hugh Grant's correct answer. All right, so what do we have, Matt? Well, Anand's got two, Darren's got one, Charlotte's got one. All right, here we go. Here's another question. The, The You knew that one, Darren? I did. Okay. Charlotte, no, I'm not, I can't help you this time, so just, <laughs> no, no, just yell not. your name out. Jesus. Okay. Here, oh, jeez. Here we go. This first fully CGI main character in a major motion picture was this much maligned sidekick from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Anon. Anon. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, correct answer. All right. Now oh, we have to have a... We have to have a this is interesting, Jimmy. Yeah? Anon's got three, but Darren and Charlotte are tied at one, so we need a tiebreaker. All right. Here's a tiebreaker. You guys ready? So, uh, Anon, yeah. you stay out of this. I will. This is a tiebreaker. You buzz in and get it wrong. Uh, you get it right, you move on. You get it wrong, uh, your opponent automatically moves on. Okay? Okay. Here we go. Charlotte. Counselor. In 1991's Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter claims to have enjoyed this type of wine with a census taker's liver and fava beans. Darren. Charlotte. Darren. Darren. Oh, come on now. You heard me. <laughs> well, we heard you, Charlotte, but Darren got in before you. <laughs> What's happening over there? She have a delay or something? Okay. Uh, Darren, what do, you, what do you got? Bianchi. Bianchi is correct answer. Yeah. That actually makes me feel better considering that we cheated and gave Charlotte a point. So uh, it makes me feel better that Darren got that. She still got the question right. She did. All right. Well, Darren uh, and uh, Anon, you guys hang tight. Uh, we have to say goodbye to Char- uh, Charlotte. You do not leave here empty-handed. You're going to get something from the Never Not Funny prize closet. More importantly, you get to go back to having fun with your beautiful children. Thank you so much, John. Thank you. Did you just call me John? I think she's... No, Jimmy! Jimmy, Matt, Sarah! Mike Henry's here, too. Uh, oh, thanks, Mike. All right. Bye, bye, Charlotte. Bye. All right. That means, as you just heard, we said goodbye to Charlotte. That means Anand and Darren will go uh, on to the next round and then find out who's going to go head-to-head with Sarah right after this. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Playing Games. My co-host this week is the great Sarah Silverman. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Now, Sarah, you helped Charlotte uh, get a point in that last round. That's considered cheating in the game show world. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Anand and Darren. You guys ready for round two? Yes, sir. All right, whoever is in the ready. lead at the end of this round will win a Pod Swag gift card and go on to play against Sarah in the finals for that aforementioned subscription to Stitcher Premium. We're going to be playing a game this round called Opposites Attack. Ah, the old flip-flop. I'm going to give you the title of a movie. Actually, I'm going to have Sarah do it. However, she will be using antonyms instead of the actual title. Your job, tell me what the movie is. For example, if Sarah was to read The Found Girls, the answer would be The Lost Boys. 
All right, understood? Yes. All right, let's hit the randomizer yeah. to see what decade we'll be playing from. And we play from the 80s. It's going to be playing from the 80s. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven questions in the category. Whoever has the most will go on to play in the finals. Let's play. Sarah Silverman, please read the first Opposites Attack. Forward to the past. Anon. Darren. Go ahead, Anon. Back to the future. Back to the future. That's the correct answer. Uh, the next one, please, Sarah. Live easy. Darren. Anon. Darren. Die hard. Die hard. Correct answer. Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, next one. The Prince Groom. Darren. Go ahead, Darren. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. These are very easy. Somebody, somebody <laughs> didn't uh, put a lot of thought into these. <laughs> next one. Bottom knife. Anon. Anon. Top gun. Top gun. Correct answer. Uh, <laughs> is a knife the opposite of a gun? I'm <laughs> sure. For the sake of this, I, I mean, I like it. I you like. Don't, you don't. You don't bring. A, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. That's that's true. I, I was I was trying to think what would like what is the knife? Word? That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Next one. I mean, it's funny that they answer a question that really nobody asks. I don't think people are going around going, "What do you bring to a gunfight?" <laughs> I don't bring a knife. Wine or wine. <laughs> Snack? I think flowers are the opposite of a gun. You shutting up is the exact opposite <laughs> of what uh, is happening at the moment. Go ahead, sir. A London man in America. Darren. Go ahead, Darren. American werewolf in Paris. Oh, oh no. Chance for, uh, who was the other one? Mm. Anon. Yeah. Go ahead, Anon. Chance for you. An American werewolf in London. Yes, there we go. Uh, it was right uh, there for you. Is Sorry, there Darren. is there a Paris... Was that a sequel? I think that, that was a sequel. Well, then how can that it not be okay? Because how that's not it? what this is. Because that's not from that decade. Yeah, not from the decade. <laughs> is it not? No. I think, I think was, Paris came up years more later. recently. Yeah. I watched An American Werewolf in London probably 30 times at one point. Like yeah. one summer when it was just on all the time. The great David Naughton. Great. He's Dr. A, Pepper he's commercial. A pepper. You're a pepper. Uh, everyone's a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Mm -hmm. Griffin Dunn. In that vest. That's a good movie. It is. I loved it. I and mean, I haven't seen it since then. All right, what's our scores, Matt? Uh, uh, Darren's got two, and Anand's got three. All right, here we go. Heading the game here, Darren Counselor. Uh, go ahead, Sarah. Small. Anand. Darren. Go, go ahead, Anand. Big. All right. Uh, Did put too much on that? <laughs> uh, you know, kind of real, real like, hosty. We've already got a winner, but uh, let's do the last one here anyway. Clean standing. Go for it, Darren. <laughs> uh, dirty Lying? Yeah, Dirty Lying. Oh, the, I got it. The great movie Dirty Lying, which we all embraced, the great Jennifer Grey. When, uh, now, one could argue that dirty uh, dancing. Yeah, dirty yeah. Dancing, that dancing is not the opposite of standing, but if you're at a dance, right. Stan you, your wallflower standing, standing on the up. wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. All right, well, Anon, you're going to go on to the next round. we got to say goodbye to the counselor, and I'm not going to lie. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I'm sure you're... he defends a lot of people who don't who who are, who are innocent. Is that true? Well, yeah. I, I'm sure he thinks so, so he could sleep. I hope well, he does. I mean, it's good to know that you you don't support the uh, representation of the indigent Jimmy. It's good to know. I think it sounds to me like this. You you said he was a drunk driver. That that tells <laughs> he was me accused of that. 
And you're saying he's he's saying he was a sober, terrible driver. (laughs) 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 Did did the guy have to pay any uh, anything? Did he kill somebody? Oh, God. Yes. No, no. Oh, Oh, no. He ran a red light. That's all he did. Oh. oh, I do that all the time when I'm on my phone. I do too. <laughs> Usually when I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, all right, Darren, you're not going to leave empty handed. You're going to get something from the Never Not Funny Prize Closet. Uh, but thank you for playing, sir. Thank you, guys. All right, as you just heard, we say goodbye to Darren. That means that Anon, you've won the Podswag gift card. You're going to go head to head with Sarah in the finals right after this. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome back to Playing Games. Now, listen, Anand has already won a Podswag gift card, but now it's time to go head-to-head with Sarah to see if he can win a year subscription to Stitcher Premium. I'm going to ask you both a series of questions. If Anand can answer more correctly than Sarah, he will win. The questions can be about anything, but there is one question from each of the last five decades. Sarah, I'm going to ask you first. Okay. So that means we're going to put Anand in the isolation booth, which means we're just going to put him on hold. Uh, so hang tight, all right, Anand? Yep. Oh, I hope I win and keep Anon from having this prize. <laughs> that's, the, that's the spirit. Oh, okay. I, I didn't put him on hold until right after you said that. I hope that's okay. So he heard that. All right. So he's on hold. He's now, he's now he is on hold. Okay, here we go. Sir, are you ready? Yeah. On Welcome Back, Cotter, what were Mr. Cotter's remedial students collectively called? The Sweat Hogs, baby. In 1984, this commercial for Wendy's, this 81-year-old actress first uttered the widely popular catchphrase, where's the beef? Oh, I have to know who the woman is? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Make up a name. Um, Estelle Numansky. The two main characters of this MTV show first appeared in an animated short called Frog Baseball. Beavis and Butthead? In 2002, this member of a Grammy Award-winning R&B girl group was killed in a car accident in Honduras. TLC. Uh, uh, Left Eye Lopez. Of the four Golden Girls names, only this one made Parents.com's list of the top ten girls' names of 2018. Um, let's see. Uh, Rose? All right. We got our answers. We got our answers. All right. We will now take Anand out of the isolation booth. Are you ready, Anand? I am, sir. On Welcome Back, Cotter. What were Mr. Cotter's remedial students collectively known as? The animals. Incorrect. The sweat hogs. Sweat hogs. In a 1984 commercial for Wendy's, this 81-year-old actress first uttered the wildly popular catchphrase, where's the beef? Oh, God. Her name? Yeah. Cloris Leachman? <laughs> Close. Clara Peller. Clara Peller. Nobody knows that answer. Who answered it very quickly? Jimmy knew I it. did. The two main characters of this MTV show first appeared in an animated short called Frog Baseball. Or Beavis and Butthead. That is correct answer. In 2002, this member of a Grammy Award-winning R&B girl group was killed in a car accident in Honduras. Uh, who's Lisa Left Eye Lopez? That is the correct answer, sir. Of the four Golden Girls names, only this one made Parents.com list of the top ten girls' names of 2018. Uh, uh, Estelle? Incorrect. Looking for Sophia. Looking for Sophia. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Played by Estelle Getty. It was right. played by Estelle Getty, but that doesn't get you the points, Anand. Oh, it certainly does not. What's our score here, Matt? Anand had two right. Sarah had three. Sarah beats you just by one. Yay, Anand doesn't get a prize. (laughs) Time to go back to my mansion. (laughs) Uh, Sarah got sweat hugs. You did not. Nobody got Clara Peller. 
then uh, the Sophia one had uh, both of you guys guessing. Um, but you do get that Pod Swag gift card and on. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we thank you for playing and. Uh, Wait, what would he have won if he won? The year subscription is Stitcher Premium. Well, you just give it to him. No. All right. <laughs> no, no, I will not do that. He will get a pot sweat gift card and be happy with it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Sarah, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll be ever announcer, Matt Belknap. Band leader, Mike Henry, our friend Sarah Silverman. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Come on back the next time you're ready to start playing games. Playing Games with Jimmy Pardo is a Never Not Funny production. Produced by Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, and Mike Henry. Distributed by Stitcher Premium and Earwolf Media. Music by Mike Henry. Mr. Pardo's wardrobe provided by Botany 500. For more Jimmy Pardo, check out Never Not Funny in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find podcasts. And be sure to visit NeverNotFunny.com. For a chance to play games with Jimmy, follow Never Not Funny on Twitter. Portions of this program not affecting the outcome of the competition have been edited.